We're about uh, 20 lines down uh, by the period. I say 10 lines on the bottom of the page. Um, ah, and we're, we're in the middle of discussing the enemy, um, who, on the one hand, is able to always make the right decisions and control the evil or the negative impulses and desires. So when it comes to the actual thought, speech, and deed, the Benini is perfect. Always doing the right thing. Always making the right decisions. Always overcoming his struggles. On the other hand, he's still only a Benini. And as we discussed now, being that the bad that's in the left side of the heart with the Benini is with the same strength as the day he was born he has the, the desire the power of desire to want anything that's there, the, the, that this world has to give the bad, the bad power of desire was never nullified. And was never even pushed out of his place. It's only that it doesn't have the uh, ruling powers. To spread in the limbs of the body. Because of Hashem who stands to the right side of a poor person, or there was a struggling person. Each person has Hashem standing on his right side, helping him. Hashem helps and gives light to the godly soul and helps it overcome. So this is the Benini, who on the one hand always makes the right decision and right choices, but on the other hand has a very healthy animal soul. Lachain Nikra Kirosha. Therefore, a Benini is called someone who's like a Russia. Now, very fascinatingly, right now we're, we're going to answer a question that we asked 13 chapters ago in the first chapter of Tanya. You might remember, we learned this about a year ago, that in the first chapter, the Altar Rebbe said a lot of questions. A bunch of different questions. And I told you then that they'll, they will be answered throughout the Tanya. Right. So, right. Rabbi called himself a Russia. Uh, right. Rabbi, and so many questions. And Rabbi's double from this chapter. In the first chapter, there's probably 10 questions that are dealt with throughout Tanya answering. Now, we're, this is the beginning of the answers to the questions that he started with. So, I want to bring you back for a minute. What was the, the very first questions of Tanya? One of the very first questions. Actually, the first. The opening quote of Tanya was a brisa in the Gemara of Nida. And what did it say? It said there that when the soul comes down into this world, it's made to swear that you'll try to be a tzaddik. But then he says that even if the whole world tells you you're a tzaddik, you should always see yourself like a Russia. Remember that? Even if everyone's telling you you're a tzaddik, you're a tzaddik, you should perceive yourself as a Russia. That's the opener statement of Tanya. And which the Rebbe asked, he says, what's that supposed to mean? Why am I supposed to look myself like a Russia? And is it good to look yourself like a Russia? And there's a mission in Perkei that says not to see yourself as a Russia. This is the first questions of Tanya. Says the Alter Rebbe 13 chapters later, now we'll understand that. What does it mean that a person should think that they're like a Russia? He says, don't think you're a Russia. Like a Russia. What does like mean? I have the desires of a Russia. I have the struggles of a Russia. Although I always do the right thing. We should never... Um, we should never get into this false sense of security. Well, I, you know, I do mitzvahs every day. I'm good. I'm fine. I, I've overcome my Yitzhah. He says, no, 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 no. 
there's a there's a there's a lively fight going on inside. And I'm always like a Russia, again, in the sense of the fact that I have a Yetzirah. In the sense of the fact that I have desires, negative ones. And therefore, I have to be always on my guard. guard. Right? When a person falls into that sense of complacency, you know, I daven every day. I learn tired. I'm good. I don't have to worry about things. Complacency leads to negative places. But when I always remember, no, there's someone inside there. I got to keep them in check. So then I'm always on top of my game. And that's what he says. That's what they mean when they say that he's Kir Russia. I lost my place. Here we As that statement of Chazal, which the Tanya began with. Even if the entire world tells you you're a Tzadik, see yourself as a Russia. Says the Mamish. It doesn't mean I should really believe I'm a Russia. No, of course not. I do mitzvahs. I learn to Why should I take a look at myself as a Russia? Ella, Sheyachzik what he means is, don't think you're a tzaddik. That's like a that's like a big Tanya thing. You know, some people take this in a, you know a bad, in a bad way. But Tanya's trying to make me not a tzaddik. The Algebra wants us to know the score. Are you with more ourselves. of a Russian than a tzaddik? I'm sorry. It's more of a Russian than a tzaddik. That's a good point. That's a good point. In a certain way, we're maybe more like a tzaddik. But on the other hand, he wants us it's to always struggle. remember the struggle. the struggle is there, the itzahara is there, the animal soul is there. Really, should you view yourself like a benoni? According to what he says. That's what he says. Ella sheyachzik atzmei lebenoni. That's what he says. He teaches it. Don't think he means to look like a Russia. But I understand to, the Russian side. Because because what happens is, people fool themselves and think they're I'm good already. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm a tzaddik. I learn Torah. I do mitzvahs. I help people. I'm like a tzaddik. And and Tanya wants us to be honest with ourselves and know that within side of ourselves there is a very Klipa dika part of me that every day I have to make sure that I keep it in check. And that's what he means. Hey, yeah, but everyone is saying you're perfect. You have to worry about these things. You're good. Right? You know, there's a famous mice in the Gemara. It's not so famous, actually. There's a not famous mice in the Gemara. <laughs> no, I want to write an English, like, modern Hasidic book for people who go to work and learn Hasidus called Benoni. And quote all the different Hasidus books. Is okay? Go for it. I think, I'll, I'll, I think it's a good turn. It's a good turn. I'll, 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 uh, I'm signing up for first copy or more yeah. copies. I'll write you a thumb if you. English broke just wow. a guy. Wow, that's coming. You're set up. Just do it. Why not? I need your help. Okay, I'll help you. You write the first 15 chapters. I write the 16th. Deal. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> There's a mice in the Gemara. Who is the Mishnah says the Gemara says Rabbi Yechonah ben Zakkai, right? He had five great Talmudim, right? Who was the greatest of his Talmudim? Sure. No. No. <laughs> in the Mishnah and Perkyavis, there's two Shittas. Who was the greatest? Shimon Gamliel. No. <laughs> Either Rabbi Eliezer. Ben Horkinus. Ben Horkinus. Or Rabbi Elazar Ben Aruch. Right. Rabbi Eliezer Ben Horkinus is the first of the five. Elazar Ben Aruch is the last of the five. When the Mishnah says, one says, that he's the greatest and he's the greatest. Now, in the history of Mishnah and Gemara, though, Rabbi Eliezer Ben Horkinus, you read about in every black. They were always together. Rabbi Lazar ben Arach, who heard of him? You don't find him in, the, in, in Halachas, you don't find him in Gemaras. What happened? What happened with one of the greatest Tanoim? Rabbi Lazar ben Arach. Kasha. So there's an interesting Gemara that says an interesting story. And that is that when, when uh, Bishamikdash was destroyed, the seat of learning moved to a city called Yavna. Right? Anyone ever been to Yavna in Israel today? Yavna became the new city of learning. Now, the families of the Rabbonim went to Yavna. 
Yavna wasn't a nice place to live. It wasn't, uh, wasn't a good place. Mrs. Eliezer ben Aroch didn't like it there. She told her husband, let's go live in uh, you know, a nicer, nicer spot where there's good water and good wine. So he said, says, but the yeshiva is there. The chachamim are there. So she told him, you're wiser than all the chachamim. You don't need the chachamim. You'll learn wherever you are. What's the big deal? And he followed. They moved to Lake, yeah. What? They moved to wherever it is. And then he says, he forgot all of his Torah. <laughs> he got involved in, he forgot. One of the greatest tannoim of the time, forgot everything. To the extent that he got once called up to the Torah as an Ali, for an Aliyah. In the olden days, when you got an Aliyah, you read that portion of the Torah, yeah. right? And it was in the Parsha, in Parsha's Boi, where it says, HaChidosh Hazel Lochem Reish Chadoshim. He got to the words, HaChidosh Hazel Lochem, and he couldn't read the words well. And he read HaCheresh, instead of HaChidosh, HaCheresh Hoya Libam. Which means that their hearts became deaf. In other words, that he had become deaf to Torah. That's the last one. It's a, very, it's a very strong story in the Gemara. Then it says the Chachamim heard what happened to them. They came and they were Makar of him. They brought him back. But he never came back to the position that he was, that he held in the Yeshiva initially. Is Gemara in Vodazar? It's Masechta, is this Gemara in? You're looking at me. Oh, that's fine. It's not in Sota. It's not in Sota. I can't remember. It's definitely not in Sota. I don't remember now where it is. It might even be the Sintamon Yerushalmi. You know what? I don't remember now. I don't remember. We have a lot of searching. I won't be able to help you in in. On the phones, you find it. Don't worry about it. We'll get to it. I'll let you know. What's the point of that, Gemara? That a person came to a feeling of, I'm okay already. I'm good. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm taken care of. After all, I know everything. I learned so much. Whatever. I'm good. I don't have to, I don't have to be on my guard anymore. I don't have to live with the Chachamim and be in a good environment. I'm, I know it. And, and he fell all the way down. Allah Baruch is a great man. But the, the Altair's point to us is the same thing. We shouldn't be lulled into that sense of, okay, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm done. And really, it's, it's Al-Tarebbe's pshat, but it's the Gemara who said it. Everyone's saying, you're a tzaddik, you're a tzaddik. Well, you know, don't worry. No, no, no. You have to remember. Sometimes, you know, sometimes, I don't have to give examples. Everyone can make their own examples. But sometimes it's a question of going to a certain place. And we know it's not the best place, spiritually speaking. But, you know, but I'm already beyond that. I'm, I'm good. I don't have to worry about these things. You know, the Bachram have to worry about it. Remember, I have a, I have a Yitzhahara and, and I have to be careful. Anyways, that's what they say. You can flip it around and say, you know, there's certain times you want to go places and you say, I can't go there, I'm a tzaddik. I'm a Russia, I, I can go there. You know? I guess everything can be used in both ways. But here he means it in the way I said it. Don't believe the people around you who are telling you your bad was totally bottle for your good. And everyone around you tells you you're a tzaddik, you're a godl, you're this. I turn the page, I'm on page 36 now. It should be in one's eyes. That the essence of the bad who betok for you begvurasi bechalal asmaliki taldasi, that the bad that's within me is there as strong as it was the day I was born. V'leicholaf v'halach mimenu uma. It did not leave. It did not in any way depart from me. V'adarab. To the contrary, nischazik yoser behemshech azman. 
in a sense, the animal soul of a person always gets stronger. Because all the eating and the drinking and all the physical things that we do, so, you know, all of that strengthens the materialistic side of ourselves. So to remember that constant state that we have within us that we have to be aware of. That's how he explains that chazal, that statement in the Gemara. Does it become stronger even if you're doing everything with it? It would seem in some ways affected, unless probably you're inside a gomer or something. But for most people, because even when you're doing a lishma, but you're also enjoying it. You're also deriving pleasure. So your animal soul is enjoying it. Yeah. So there's that basic concept that's always there. It's always there. It's always getting strengthened. Now, here it takes it further. Al-Tareb is going to be very, he's going to be a little tough in this chapter. He says, What about a person who's learning a kill? A whole day he learns. A whole day he's dominating and learning. That's all he does. Can there be a better thing? Right? Maybe, you know, but a person, even a person whose entire desire and his toil is learning Torah all day and night, Lishma, says the Rebbe, this is not a proof at all that you've lost your bed. Just because you, you learn all day and daven all day doesn't mean that the bad doesn't exist within you. Eloyachaliyes is quite possible. That the essence of bad is again full strength. It's in the left side of the heart. It's just that the garments, the actual thought, speech, and deed of the animal soul. They're not, they don't get enclosed in the mind, in the mouth, in the hands of Shari Ibriya Guf and the other limbs. Because Hashem Hashem gave the ability of ruling of the mind over the heart. And that's why the godly soul that's in the mind is able to rule over the small city, Avery Haguf Kulam, which are the limbs, that the body should... You know, we're talking about a Yid who's a from Yid and he's a Kulal Yid and he's learning all day. So all day I'm doing mitzvahs and I'm thinking the right things and doing the right things. So I'm doing all the mitzvahs. But, but the essence of the godly soul the essence of the godly soul doesn't, doesn't rule over the essence of the animal soul in the Benini. Aside from, we discussed last week a bit, there's one time in the day when the Benini could just jump out of himself, so to speak, by dominating. Just in the time when the love of Hashem is revealed, in special times, like during davening. But even when he's davening, is the Benini really a tzaddik? Even when the Benini is dominating, it's all inspired and all this. He still has an animal soul, just taking a nap. Right? It says, It's only, it's only ruling. Here's, here's the 10 point thing from this week's parsha. Who said that was what they told Rivka about the two twins in your womb. Shame, right? That when one gets big, the other is going to fall. And that goes on within each and every one of us. When my godly soul is strengthening, davening, the animal soul is, is put down for a nap. Kishazek comes and they fall. Oh, Kishazek comes. When one gets up, the other falls. 
So shenefesh or lekis misameses or misgaberes al nefesh abahamis. But the godly soul is strengthening itself over the animal soul. B'makar agvuris in in the in the in the place of gvura, which is bina. This is Kabbalah. We're not going to get into it now. Lisbonyin megdulas Hashem in Seif Baruch Hu, and the godly soul is meditating in the greatness of Hashem. Olaholid Ava Azal Hashem, and it creates that tremendous, powerful love for Hashem. Kirish beyesh with like a burning fire. Bechalal ayimani shbeliboy in the right part of the heart. Oz yiskafia sitra achara shbecholal asmoli that knocks down the sitra achara. Avaloi nisbata legamri bebein, but it's not totally gone. Only. Who says concerning him that David Melech said that my heart is hollow within me? The tzaddik is disgusted by bad and hates it. With the ultimate hatred and disgust, not the ultimate hatred, etc. By bainini, the animal soul is like someone who's sleeping. Sheyachal lachzer leir mishinase. He can wake back up. A person who's sleeping is sleeping, but he can wake up. It happens. Kacharab beinini. The same way the bad of the beinini who kiyashan b'chalal asmali b'shas kriyas ma'atfila. It was put to bed during kriyas ma'atfila. Shalibe boyer b'avas Hashem. When a person's heart is burning, flaming with love of Hashem, v'acharkach yachal liyos chazer v'neir, and afterward it could revive, be revived. It's interesting. This is like a point that the Alter Rebbe is really out to explain to us in Tanya. It's a, it's a sobering message, but it's an important message for us to know the truth about ourselves. Um, it's really the essence of of being honest with oneself and not getting carried away with herself. Um, so all, it's it's something I think that it's I think it's a fundamental Hasidic idea where people have a sense of accurate understanding of where we're holding. Not to think that because things are going well, because I'm doing mitzvahs and learning to live from Masada. We have to know that, yeah, it's good, I'm doing good things and it's excellent and Hashem loves me, but there's, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a regular person and therefore I have to be on my best and therefore I have to watch out and therefore I have to be on top of myself because to be honest with who I am. And that's really the point that he's telling us here. And now he's going to get to answer another question that's been bothering us for 13 chapters. Which is Rabba's statement. Sorry. What are you sorry about? It's my Tav Mari alarm. See? It's not like right there. See, that's a person, a person who's a Benini, who realizes that he's a Benini, not a Tzaddik, makes sure to have alarms for Mari. And it's part of this, right? It's a 10. What? I have a Nefesh, 10 o'clock. Excellent. What happens at 10 o'clock? That's when I try to go to sleep. Excellent. Yeah, so he doesn't go to sleep. So, he has until like 7 o'clock in the morning. Beautiful. Very deep state. That's when the Shama goes back. Oh, that's when the Shama goes back to the source. And the tiny right here. Now, there is a question. My grandma's talking about you. On the very first page of Tanya, the Alter Rebbe quoted a Gemara. And that was that Rabbah, 
who is one of the great Amiroim. Thank you very much. The Amiroim are the sages of the Gemara. And Rabbi said, Kigoyin ano benini. Right. The great Rabbi said, I'm a benini. Now, Rabbi and his Talmud was Abaye. Right? Abaye is like one of the names mentioned most in the entire Shas. Abaye tells Rabbi, he says, if you're a benini, what are we? And he said, You're not letting any of us live. Because if you're a baby, we're all Rashaim. And Rashaim Kruy Mason. But that's what the Gemara tells us. So after Rabbi asked the question in the beginning of Tanya, how in the world could Rabbi think he's a baby? We're not talking about silly people. Rabbi wasn't making a joke. And Rabbi also wasn't a falsely humble person. Or, oh, I'm a bad person. Rabbi was one of the greatest Sadiq in his generation. It says about Rabbi and the Gemara that when the Malach Hamavas came to kill him, he couldn't. Because he never stopped learning. So the Malachim had to go through this whole trick. The Gemara says he, made, he went to the branches and shook the branches and Rabbi came to see what's going on. And he was able to be masik to make him that he stopped learning a little bit. And then, then he was able to die. So we're talking about a, a person that never stopped learning his whole life. So what do you mean, what do you mean I'm a baiting I'm an intermediate person. How does that make any sense? The Rebbe says, but now after all these chapters, now we're able to understand that statement of Rabbi. I want to make it clear. It was a mistake. Rabbi was a tzaddik, not a benini. But at least it has to make sense how you can make such a mistake. He says, once we understand that what's a benini? Someone who's perfect, they always win every battle, and they learn Torah all day, and they daven all day, whatever. But why are they a benini? Because they still have an animal soul. They still have a, an ability for desire and temptation. So now a person like Rabbi can think, you know what, tak, I'm always doing the right thing. And tak, I'm always doubting. Tak, I'm always learning. But maybe may, I have an animal soul which is taking a nap. Because I'm always involved in Torah and tefillah, so it doesn't have a form of expression. But it's not not there. If I stop learning for a little bit, it'll be right out. So what Rabbi was saying suddenly makes sense. Again, I, I, it's important to point out that Dr. Rabbi is not agreeing with Rabbi saying that Rabbi is abandoning. But he's saying at least we can understand where he was coming from. Because the point is that what, what we're coming to understand is we might be doing everything right and there's still a live negative part with inside of us that at best is sleeping. And therefore, what Rabbi was saying was, maybe that's who I am. I know I'm doing everything right, but maybe it's just that I'm, I'm pushing down my Yisrael. I'm not letting it express itself. But if I give it a minute, it will like that, uh, what's that, the jack in the box. Yes. It will come right back out again. And that's what he says here. Uh, three lines on the top of page you test. That's how Rabbi was able to feel that he's a Bainini. Even though Rabbi never stopped learning Torah. And in the Torah of Hashem was his desire, was all his um, efforts day and night. With desire and with longing and with yearning, I'm a thirsty soul for God. With tremendous love. Like a regular person when they daven or learn. The nidbe be'inov, he saw himself. He saw himself like a be'inani, but I'm davening all day, so, so my animal soul is, is sleeping all day. Halavai, a person should be able to daven all day. Amen. Amen. So this is what, this is where Rabbi was, was thinking. Notice that there's, there, that there's a madrig of a person that's always like doing davening. So he's always in a state where his nafsh is, is not active. Rabbi, let's understand something. Rabbi didn't just do all the right, Rabbi didn't have tithes all day. 
Rabbi wasn't struggling with his Yitzhahara because he's a sad yeah. So how can you think he's a how can you think he has a Yitzhahara if he doesn't feel it? The answer is he felt he was always davening. He was always in a madrig of davening. So mm-hmm. just like a Bainani during davening doesn't feel the Yitzhahara, so he felt, okay, I don't feel the Yitzhahara, it doesn't mean it's not there. So he looked at himself like I, like I still have it. Like Yitaka says in the Mishnah, Russia in the Brisa, that you should see yourself like a Russia, see yourself even though I'm doing everything right, but I have the ability, I have the propensity for bad within me. That's what Rabbi was thinking. It's almost irrelevant. Mm-hmm. So he um, called himself like a Benini, but like this high level of Benini. Right, himself, the highest level of Benini. Which means you don't even have the desire, but it's not that it's not there. Just that exactly, it's, exactly. What do you mean by not relevant? I mean, if you're, if you're always davening and learning. Well, it is and, relevant. And because you're, And you're a Bainini. Yeah. You're really a tzaddik. You're operating like a tzaddik. You're operating like a tzaddik. But you don't have the... You're you don't not have operating... The, you don't even have the struggle. I don't have the struggle because I'm pushing it down. But what if I stop for a minute? Right. But I'm saying if, if you're always learning and... I understand. How many but but if, if, I, if I realize that I'm a veer, I realize that I always have to make sure that I'm pushing it down. For sure. It's like when you're holding something down all day... As long as sometimes I forget that I'm holding something now. So if I forget, I stop holding. And then it's back there again. If it's gone, so it's gone. I don't have to actively hold it down. But if it's not gone, I have to actively hold it down. So if I'm actively davening in order to push down my Yitzhahara, then I have to make sure to keep on davening. Okay. I'm sorry? Good. They also have to keep working. But Sadiqim, the work is to go from one madriga to another madriga. Yeah. It's not about work to get out of Yitzhahara situation. That because they killed it, like David Amalek said, "Libi mm-hmm. Bekirbi. So it's not that they have to push it down because if they don't, it's going to come right. up. Right. If you don't have the Yitzhahara, then you're dead. You know. Or you're a I have a question. Why is it so important that we see that everyone, every part of Chazal or Amor or Tana, were tzaddikim? Like say, like oh, like we don't question the fact that they were tzaddikim, but he, you know, like. What's, what's wrong with saying that they were a very high level of Benoni? Excellent question. Excellent question. And the truth is... I just, think it's more commendable. Exactly. I, that's right. a, I wanted to add that there's actually something special and beautiful and powerful about a Benoni right. that actually makes him greater than a Tzadik. Right. Because he's always fighting the fight. And that's true. At the same time, we believe that Hashem put into every generation Tzadikim. And they have a specific mission of being holy people that are there to teach, guide, inspire, and connect us to Hashem. That's called Amunah Sadiqim. Now, do we know what every person is? We don't know the score of what every person is. But a tzaddik is on a different level. There's something, you know, just like Hashem had Moshe Rabbeinu and he had Yeshua, there's something called Amunah Sadiqim. Now, there is the appreciation of the greatness and beauty of the person who struggles. And that's tremendous. And Hashem has tremendous nachas from that. And most people are trying to get there. And that's great. But that doesn't take away the need of our concept of that Hashem gives us Sadiqim as well. Like it says also in the first chapter of Tanya, uh, from the Gemara, that mm-hmm. Hashem saw that there's very few Sadiqim to other generations. He planted Sadiqim in every generation. Because a Tzadik is a different thing. It's one who is a just a representation of godliness in this world. And that's where Nisim come from, the miracles of Sadiqim, the Rachat Kodesh of Sadiqim. And that's a whole different story. Now, we believe that the ones who were most there, the Torah from generation to generation, the ones who are, so to speak, the. Um, transmitters? The, what's the word? The transmitters? Or? Transmitters, right. There's another Chain. word I was thinking of. Links like the. 
the keepers, if you will. Right? Moshe Kibbal Torah, Messinai, Umasara, Yeshua. Yeshua, the Eli, the Pinchas, the Yishmuel, the Tzadikim of the generations are the ones who keep the Torah intact and they keep the, the Kedusha intact. That's Tzadikim. Safeguard. The, the safeguards. The safeguards of Torah. So there's Tzadikim. There's the Baal Shem Tov, and there's his Talmidim, there's the Arizal, there's Shimbar Yuchai, and there's Rabbin, there's Rav, Ravina, Ravashi, Rabbi Yudha, uh, Nasi. Not a million people. But in, in, throughout, our, throughout our generations, we have our links of tzaddikim. Right. So when I say a person like Rabbi Rabbi, these are the ones who wrote Teresh Abal Peh. Mm-hmm. These aren't just great, strong, powerful people. These are the ones who the Kedusha of Torah flowed through them. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we look at them as tzaddikim. Now, could it be that one is a Bainani and reached the highest levels? Of course. Of course. But there's tzaddikim, and there's those that Hashem gave that ability and those neshamas to be tzaddikim. Ah, so there's, there's a deduction from the fact that we know that of the generation, these are the, these are the people that the exactly. Torah came through, so we can deduce from that that they're probably... Emes, Emes, yeah. Emes. And that's what Abayah told Rabbi. Because right? Rabbi said, you're going on a Benini. Abayah didn't say, yeah, you're right. He didn't say, yeah, okay, fine, I respect you as a Benini. He didn't right. say that. He said, if you're a Benini, what's everyone else? In other words, you're not a Benini. You're a Tzadik. So the mm-hmm. Rabbi is explaining that why, Rabbi's, why Rabbi could make that mistake. But he's not agreeing with Rabbi over Abaya. So Abaya, who told Rabbi, says, "No, no, this generation needs Sadiqim, and that's that's you. Sorry, yeah. we'd love to let you into the Bainini Club, but no, <laughs> we can't have you." Now, now from here on in this chapter, which I don't know, we'll see. What time is it now? Eight fifty-five. Okay, we'll see if we can Why finish. Why was he it. even referring to himself as a Bainini to begin with? Why did Rabbi say it? Yeah, it's, kind of a... it's possible, I don't know the answer to that question, but it's possible that Rabbah was actually trying to teach this concept that even when a person thinks everything is good, you should realize that when after you have to recognize that although I might be doing all the right moves, there, there could be something in me wrong. You know something similar? Rabbi Yochanan Mezaka. Rabbi Yochanan was the leader of his generation. He's the one who led the Jews in the time of the Churban Besamekdash. And the Gemara tells us a different story, not in time. Rabbi Yochanan Mezaka was crying at the end of his lifetime. And one of his Talmidim came in, I don't remember which one, I don't know if the Gemara says the name, and he sees Rabbi Yochanan crying. He says, Rabbi, why are you crying? So what did Rabbi Yochanan Mazaka say? He says, I don't know why I'm crying, because I'm dying. I don't know which way they're taking me. Am I going to Ganeidim, Gehenna? Where am I headed? Rabbi Yochanan Mazaka, leader of the generation. What's he thinking? What did he do wrong? What, what, what's, what's, what, what's he saying? And again, we don't believe that these Sadiqim were saying false humilities, making themselves something that they weren't. He was obviously perturbed about something. But he was a tzaddik. Rehoboam was the teacher of qualities. He was the one who opened the yeshiva in Yavna. Right? Rehoboam was the one who smuggled himself out of the Yishalayim. Remember that story? And he met the Roman uh, general and he asked for the three requests. And one of them is that the yeshiva should be relocated to Yavna. And he opened the yeshiva in Yavna and he was joined later by Rehoboam Gamliel. And Rehoboam is crying at the end of his life. I don't know which way I'm going. So this is a famous question and different answers are given. But one of the answers of Hasidus is that he was, it's also this idea. He was like, I know I did all the right things. I know I always did miss this, always learned Torah. But deep down, did I really did I really get rid of my bad? Maybe there's maybe there's some bad there that I didn't deal with yet. That that is not apparent at first glance. So even the greatest of Sadiqim were concerned about this. There's something inside. So Exactly how it works for them, I don't know. But for simple people, it's very simple. That even when we're having a good day, or a good week, or a good day, we have to remember, it's great that we're having a good day, but there's tomorrow. 
There's, or even when we're all inspired by davening in shul, sometimes we, we oh, I became a tzaddik today by davening. I'm done. I'm not done. Right After davening, I go home. Then it's breakfast. It starts all over again. We have to remember the score. We have to remember the score, and that's what, that's what all this is really about. Now, final point of this chapter. Here's an interesting question. Is the love that a Benini creates during davening, Abbas Hashem, is it real love or not real love? Is it, is it true? The Abbas Hashem of a Benini during davening, is it true? What, what do I mean by that question? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But let's, 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 let's argue for a minute about that. What's really something that's true? What's real truth? That lasts forever. Something that lasts. Something that's changeable. Right. So is truth for a half hour real truth? Truth means it's an unchangeable. It's MS. MS is where is the Lushan? MS is Mavriach Manakotza El MS doesn't change. Oh, that's Forever. so tough. Yeah. A person who's, you know, today this, the But it lasts is just covered up at times. A guy who comes in, he's very inspired. Then you see him an hour later doing an FAR. Then he comes next week and he's very inspired. Then so you start looking at this. The inspiration is not real. Because if it's real, why didn't it pull? Same question you can say, like, let's say a car is a V6, right? <laughs> That's a, a V6 engine. Let's say has a, that a good thing? Yeah. yeah. Let's say a car has an engine that's 300 horsepower, whatever you want to say. But he only uses it when he's merging onto the highway or when he's using it like this. But during the street, you can't tell. John the same as others. He's like, oh, does, does he really have it? He really has it, but oh, he only uses it at times. When a person doubts they have MS in their life at a couple moments, it's not that he doesn't have MS during the moments that he doesn't have it. He, it, it it's really there, but it's covered up at times. Like the same thing with the soul. He has two souls. It's not that they, you say, oh, he doesn't have those two souls. He has that soul at times. He has that soul okay. at times. I, I hear you. I hear you. But, but let's think. Let's look at it from the perspective of a tzaddik. The tzaddik's ava is 100%. And it never wanes. I can explain it in card terms. You have the economy function in your Honda Accord. You have your V6 function. The Tzaddik doesn't have the economy function. Just not even there. He just has the V6. He's yeah. always on V6. Are you saying everybody has V6? Right. I'm, I'm saying... I'm this conversation anymore. Exactly. <laughs> no, the Tzaddik has a V6 and he's always on the racetrack. Right, that's the what Bayoni I'm saying. He's got the V6, but he sometimes he drives on the street. Exactly. I, let, let me bring this back here for a minute. <laughs> It's not about economy. <laughs> he wrote, he wrote, I don't put my ass scum on he's saying, he's saying, he's saying in a V6 car, he doesn't say V6 in the back. And it was just what's on the hood. When you're driving, exactly. everyone looks the same. You're going 40, everyone looks the same. But but here we're talking about a person who was Nusayir to Abbas Hashem. And then he goes out of Shul, he does Averis. So it's not just like right now, I don't have to use it. I should be using it, I don't have it. I'm not, it's not, I'm not accessing it. I should be accessing it, and I shouldn't, and no, now... We always say we have it, that's the, the battle oh, of the Nusham. So, so, so the Shaila is, how, how MS well, is my Av? So here, and they'll never finish the following point. From a Sadik's vantage point, the Av of the Bain is not the real thing. Because it, it's wishy-washy. It's one day, yeah, one day, now. You know, I'm a rabbi in yeshiva, right? Um, 
you have some Talmudim that are every day they're there, they're always learning, they're always doing well. That's that's a, you know, that's the type of Talmud you know you go to back with. You have one Talmud that two days of the week he's great, the next two days he's sleeping, then it, you know, this is not the re- it's 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 wishy washy. Gotta call that kid into your office. What is that? You gotta call that kid into your office. <laughs> yeah, that lasts for another day, you know, and then for another day, it's, it's back and forth all year. So I'll tell you this. The MS, here he says, everyone has his own MS. MS is not, what's the word I'm looking for? I always get mixed up with objective and subjective. Objective means it's unchanging. MS is not objective. MS subjective. is not objective. MS is subjective. Everyone has their own level of MS that they can attack. So, for a tzaddik, MS means every day, all day. That's the MS of a tzaddik. The MS of a Benini is, like you were saying, the car story. A person who every day, when called upon, can reveal that level of Abba. A Benini is someone who every day can come into show and awaken that feeling of Abba Sashem. Now, it's not a whole day I'm not going to be uh, cruising on Avas Hashem if my, if my name is Benin. But it's MS enough mm-hmm. for me because it's always been my capability to get there. Well, isn't that then redefining MS? It's saying MS is this. But in this scenario, mm-hmm. it's something else. I mean, because you're, you're saying MS is something which is unchangeable. This is the facts of it. And then you're, and then you're saying... Respective to a tzaddik and respective to a benoni, so then those two concepts of MS are different. Right. So it changed. Right, right. So then, is that a cat? So that's why he he, he creates a tanya phrase. I don't know if it's the tanya's only safer that says it. But he says there's something called MS la amito. MS is the ultimate truth. Right. MS la amito. That's the MS of a tzaddik. That's one who's always in that state of perfect union with Hashem. What does so say about that? The, that is MS. That's the ultimate MS. What does it say about the Kohen Gadol? The Kohen Gadol in Chumash? The Kohen Gadol is someone who he lives in the base of Mikdash. Done. He never leaves the state of Kedusha. That's a tzaddik. Tzaddik is someone who's in that state of permanent Kedusha. For all the rest of us, Emes is our ability every day to connect to Hashem. Every day to awaken the Ava. And that, there's also a continuity, there's a consistency there. Whenever I want, I can daven and awaken that Ava Hashem. But I'm not meant to function on that all the time. Like you said, I'm not always on the racetrack. You said I'm not always revving up that engine. But I always have the ability, when called upon, to rev up that engine. So for a tzaddik, it's I'm always on the racetrack. Or my engines are always revved. The tzaddik is like the Kohen Gadol. He's always in that state, an elevated state of condition. For regular people, it's the ability to always do what I got to do and always be ready to awaken within myself that Madrig of Kedusha as well. And for me, that's my MS. Everyone's expected what their what their Hashem is. Hashem doesn't create us all equal. That's you know one of the things of Torah. You know, in the secular world, everyone is everything. You could be whatever you want, and if you want, if you're not happy, you're a man, woman, whatever. Everyone's equal. Can't be any differences. Torah says that's not true. Hashem created Kohen and created Levim and created Yisraelim and created Tzadikim and created regular people and There's all those of people, and everyone has to find their MS and live by it. And their MS, Torah mitzvahs, is for everyone. You know, Shabbat reminds of the thought, speech, and deed. What level of Avas Hashem am I going to get? And at what level of consistency? That's everyone has to find their Neshama and their MS and work on bringing that out to its fullest. And that's the last day. Look at this paragraph, which I guess we're going to read next week in my Hashem.